0: Hey what's up everyone, it's Latif and welcome to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast. And this is episode 184. Today's episode is brought to you by Great Value Purified Drinking Water where water is wet and there's no other way to drink it. Anyway, um cool night, a little humid. Came outside. Um Today uh, Going through more shit Breaking open bins uh, I have to have this all done No later than Monday Everything has to be done I cannot continue To uh, mess with this stuff I'll tell you the good thing though um, For those who don't know I'm talking about Bunch of stuff I brought in for my storage this week Um, I almost lost the storage I didn't lose it, I was going to let it go Because I really didn't want to pay for it It got pretty expensive Um, There really wasn't anything that was in there uh, That I thought I needed It was uh, You know, over $1,000 This was not the time for me to Take $1,000 and give it to The storage for some junk that I thought I was going to just give away anyway Um, And then when they came back They made me offer couldn't refuse so i bought the offer brought everything here now my entire office is full of the stuff that was in that storage however however i am very very thankful that that's the case now i probably would not have figured this out eventually i would i'll tell you why some of the stuff that was in there was basically um Well, some of the sentimental stuff were like photos. And uh, in particular, my wedding photos. Um, When me and Andrew got married. Long crazy ass story. (laughs) I'll tell it to you guys some other time. Um, But it was... uh, But yeah, we had uh, all our pictures. Also, um, I think two of our cruises. Whenever we go on a cruise, um, I always... I always buy all the pictures. I buy about $500 worth of pictures whenever I go on a cruise. I'm one of the best customers when it comes to that. Uh, plus the stuff I bring. The cameras I bring and the stuff I shoot. Um, and there was two albums with a lot of beautiful pictures. And a lot of that stuff I scan and I do have it. But there's nothing like sitting there and opening up your your album and looking at the hard pictures. And um, So I'm thankful for that. Some other sentimental stuff I got um my my son's cap and gown from middle school my daughter's cap and gown from kindergarten upon i know i know junk that people say oh you gotta throw that stuff out some things i can't i can't take myself to throwing it out yet um what i prefer to do is hand it hand them over to my kids and let them do what they want to do with them i don't want to be the one um i don't know just when you go through stuff like this, man, like everything has a story, and it's hard to believe, man, how much history me and Angel have. I mean, we have stuff from the uh, Winter Music conference not the Winter Music Conference, I'm sorry, for, for the Freestyle Music Awards that I did in 2008. I'm talking about badges and, and booklets and uh, all kinds of things that, that, um, that we had during that time that really brought back us so many memories and Ah, oh, so crazy, man Um I, I would never think I would never have thought That I would accumulate so much stuff I don't, I don't like to come across like I'm a pat rag I don't think I am I do throw out a lot of stuff I throw a lot Um, it's just sometimes, you know Like, let's say for instance The Freestyle Music Awards 2008 yeah, You come back, you have some memorabilia You have some Some, uh, uh The, the playbills that we created You have, uh the badges you have some posters you know you know that you know you have to have copies of that stuff you don't know how many copies you want you're pretty much not going to keep them all but you don't go and start separating it's not a lot you want to put them together put them in a in a little um i like to wrap my stuff in um uh the postal service envelopes a lot of times i'll get those um I use the ones, I'll have used ones I'll just throw a label on them uh, Because they're they're good uh, for the humi- humidity uh, So your stuff Really won't get all, all crummy uh, So, you know So I pack that stuff away and then I put it in a bin I forget about it, you know A lot of times On the envelope I'll put exactly what's in there And I'll put when I sealed it So it might be sealed 2010 Sealed 2014 um, So it just kind of tells me When I sealed it (laughs) So um, And so that that becomes one thing You know and then you get into another project And you start building up More memorabilia Stuff that you created That you're proud of But you know maybe it went a little something Maybe it made a little impact But it didn't do too much Um, So you you end up putting it away You say man I I work so hard Because you work so hard on these things You know it's like it's not like someone. I went to a freaking party, and then came back with with posters and stuff. No, this is stuff that I created. So of course, you know, um, they mean something. They they tell a story. They tell. I could tell you everything about from from when I came up with the idea of the awards and how I talked the investor into investing and how we came up with the uh, the trophy and and how we what we did to market it. This was pre facebook this was pre-facebook god had it had we had social media at that time i think we only had maybe myspace but nobody was really using it to promote i know i wasn't um i didn't like myspace i really wasn't one to be on myspace i got more into um facebook when that came when that came about um i actually think i got on twitter first i don't remember um but um but yeah, so, you know, so, you know, so when I look at this stuff, it, it, it is a story. Um, Stylin' Free, okay, my, my compilation, my record company, huge, huge accomplishment for me. It's, it's not about how many records I sold. It was the steps I took to create something that, I mean, I have a, a, a notebook in there, something else that I'm so f- thankful that I didn't just let go. Um, inside this uh, this this um, inside this uh, loose leaf, I have uh, I have this stuff. Um, what do you call it? Um, laminated. But I have like the posters, uh, the promo posters for like just um, the one sheets for styling free. Then there was a time I was creating like my own distribution line, and at that time I had an office on Forty Second Street and Eighth Avenue. And what I did is I put an ad in and I got salespeople to come in. And what they would do is they would go to different um, record stores and they would put my stuff there on consignment or they would sell it. And A lot of times we would we had a consignment uh, price and we also had a sale price. And when they sold the um, when they sold the CDs. Um, the salesperson, I paid them X amount of money, whatever the case. So I have that entire breakdown, and I, the way, and when I read back, like, like if you would have asked me about this, I would not have remembered it until I, um, I opened up this book, and I just saw how organized I always was, and how articulate, and how I always planned and really laid stuff out and really wrote it out. Like when I did a presentation, I did a presentation, and I put my, you know, a lot, of, a lot of thought into it. Um, so when I look at this, it's like, how can I dump this stuff? Like, I can't dump this. Like, it's part of who I am. It's something that I built and that to this day, I'm extremely, extremely proud of. So, no, I will not be dumping that. (laughs) So now there's a lot of junk that I'm just tossing out. Oh, another thing too, my son, my son, um, I got him into modeling when he was about, I'll say about seven i think it was like seven and uh i took him for his first professional photo shoot and i remember because i paid a couple hundred dollars or more probably paid like five six hundred dollars for it and it was a really cool it was like um a loft in manhattan and uh it was really really cool it was my first experience and it was with him and you know what I got I got to bring that up to him to see how much of it he remembers. But anyway, so I found the composites and the composite is usually like one, um, one eight by ten with like the different photos on it, and um, then it had his information. And when you flipped it over, it was the entire bio, which was was pretty interesting. And I read it, I was like, wow, he was like a six and a half shoe. Um, I think he was 120 pounds. <laughs> had him right there, it was like 320. <laughs> He's like 320 pounds now. And I look at that and he was good. He did a couple of, he did um a shoot uh, print media, print media magazines and stuff for Allegra. Um and then he did another one for Discovery Kids. And um, and it was it was pretty cool. I, it was so funny is I never got to see the ads. I just I never got to see the ads, but we got paid for them. So they used our they used our work, so which was cool. I had him, he was contracted with um, an agency called Gilla Rules. Gil Rules, one of the agents that worked um, was a lady named Terry. Terry was the daughter of one of my publishers, one of my first publishers, like the first person to ever give me like money for music. And um, and her daughter, and they loved Adam was a cute kid, man, he was little, you know? Um, and uh, they loved him. They loved him. And uh, and it was so crazy because I'm reading the bio and it's talking about everything he's into. He was into, you know, football and he was into boxing, you know, and he was into DJing and he was into all this stuff. And I'm looking at this, I'm like, wow, you know, this kid really, you know, was into a lot of stuff, you know, and sometimes I used to tell Angel, I said, I don't know, sometimes I feel like, um, like I was into more stuff with um, with Adam than I was with um, Erica, she goes, oh hell no. She goes, no way. She goes, she goes. You went to with Erica to each one of her taekwondo's. You went to all her practices, all her concerts. When she was in the choir, when she was, you know, spinning the rifle and doing the spinning the flag and doing the cheering. And you know, the more she, more the more she, uh, she spoke about it. Uh, um, I agreed. She was right. I um, uh, did quite a bit. And. Um, And, I, I, you know, sometimes you don't know. You know, I think as a parent, I think as a parent, you sometimes don't feel that you did enough, you know? And I remember, but this is what I think about. My mother used to, my mother didn't do much with me, and I'll tell you why. It wasn't like my mother took me to Disney World. I think I went twice. Uh, She, we've traveled, we've traveled. Um, Pretty much anything I wanted, she bought me. My mother wasn't into like sports, so I don't remember her going to any of my football games. Wasn't a big deal uh, for me, really. It didn't bother me. Uh, I don't think it bothered me at all back then. You know, you're just like used to that. You know, it's like, okay, that's not her thing. So it didn't bother me. Um, That was my thing. Uh, When I I was boxing, the same thing. Uh, She never came um, to any of the stuff, any of the fights I did, any of the stuff. Um, But I never. Never bothers me. Never, like, I never, I started to think about that when I started doing things with my kids. And um, I was doing a lot of stuff. I was thinking, wow, you know what? My mother never went on any of these things with me. But, you know, my mother did take care of me and she did work. And, you know, not like my father. You know, my father was nowhere. <laughs> you know, so that was a, I've told that story before. Um, but, um, you know, as a, as myself as a father, um, I was very nurtur- nurturing and I always did stuff and I always wanted to do things with my kids that they would remember and that maybe they would grow up and maybe they would do for their kids, you know? And there was stuff that I wanted for my kids. I wasn't able to do. Like I remember promising my kids a tree house. I thought when we moved to North Carolina, I was going to have this big yard with a tree, you know, with a big tree. We could build a, a tree house. That never happened. <laughs> we had all these little baby trees. <laughs> now they're big. I could probably build one now, but, um, never did that. But, but I did give them a house Now I grew up in. I grew up in apartments, you know, in, in, in an apartment. So I didn't have a house. Uh, when we lived in Florida, we had a house that we rented for a minute, but, um, so I was able to also take my kids out of a harsh environment, which was, you know, New York City during those days. Uh, I didn't grow up driving in a car. My kids grew up with driving in cars and they both got cars young. Um, Erica, I bought hers, Adam I did not, he figured that one out himself. You know, um, only because Adam wanted to go against the rules. <laughs> you know, Adam wanted to drive before he had a license and before he had he wanted to drive with no insurance that was adam adam was the rebel so you know he didn't wait and i had told him i said when you uh when you uh when you graduate and you you know when you you take your tests and the whole works i said then we'll get you a car actually i offered him a a dodge shadow that i had and i remember him saying yeah i wouldn't be caught dead in that thing (laughs) and let me tell you something that Dodge Shadow to this day was still better than any other car he ever had. <laughs> I think the only thing that he had that was pretty cool, I think he had um, a couple Land Rovers. Those were really nice, the ones he had, but nothing was ever new. You know, and he told me years later, he goes, remember when you offered me the Shadow? He goes, man, I should have took it. Oh, That was actually a really good car. I said it was. <laughs> I said it was a good car. I actually gave that car to my UPS guy. What an idiot I was. I don't know what ever possessed me (laughs) to do that i i wanted off my driveway like i didn't want it. like what (laughs) i could have got a few like but but money was not a thing i just wanted it off and i was kind of cool with the ups guy he used to bring i used to have a lot of packages in and out so i wind up you know he was like what's up with that car i said you want to come get it take it he he wasted he wasted no time man he went freaking got himself a tow truck and, and and got the damn car took the car and then, like, a couple years later, I thought about it. I was like, why did I do that? Like, why did I just give this dude this car, you know? So, I didn't want to fix it no more. I think that's what it was. You know what the guy did with the cars with this UPS? He did um, derbies. So, he said. I'm thinking about it now. He said he does, like, those crash derbies. But now I'm thinking about it. <laughs> he was basically probably just saying that to let, let me know. Yeah, I just take him and we crash it up and then we throw it away. Um, but he probably took that shit, fixed it up and sold it. Cause yeah, he could have got probably a G for it at least, at the very least. Um, but I just didn't want to, when I, when I'm done with something, I'm done with it. (laughs) I just don't want to, I don't want to deal with it no more. I don't want to see it. I don't want to think about it. just take it. But it was cool. Um, it was cool. It was, uh, it was part of, um, it was part of, um, Something fell. I don't know what that was. I'll check it. It was uh you know part of me uh part of me coming out here, North Carolina, you know. That was my first car. Car was actually given to me by my brother Dennis, who passed away. Um and uh and then we took that out here and um a special car. <laughs> a special car. I gotta see if I have pictures of that car. I don't even remember if I have any pictures of it, so but, um, yeah, so anyway, that's what we were doing, and we'll, we'll probably do, be doing that for the next few days, try to clear out all the stuff. Angel, too, she, got, she has a lot of, like, paperwork, old contracts, like, same thing, you know, like, you have certain paperwork you don't want to throw away, because think about it, she has contracts of the cover girls, like, when they signed, and when they did certain shows back in those days, really, really, like, upbeat shows, and, um, like you really don't want to throw. that's part of your history and it's something that you could always look back and say wow i still have a piece of that time you know so um so she has so she has a lot of stuff there too um but like i said we got to get everything done we have to get everything out of there i just hope uh it's done quickly <laughs> so i can get to work i got so much to do like i want to i need to get back on track i feel like i'm off I'm working every single day, and I'm I'm doing everything I have to do. But I'm a little unorganized. Yeah, I'm a little kind of offset. Like I can't do stuff in the chronological order that I would normally do because um, I have too much stuff in my way. And there's certain areas of my office I can't really get to, and it's just it's just a bit of an inconvenience. So we're just gonna finish this up and um and then get get back on the way. So but anyway, listen, I just wanted to uh, reach out to you guys real quick. Tell you hello, See how you guys are doing. I'm hoping uh, everyone is doing fine and is safe. And uh, please stay home, please wear those masks. Don't listen to anybody who's telling you not to do that. We ain't trying to be tough guys here. We just kinda wanna, we wanna be safe. And it's best to be safe than sorry, why take the risk? You know, why take a chance? Why why do that? If the whole world is saying wear a mask, wear the damn mask, just wear the mask, you know? Um, Stay home as much as you can. and um, and that's it. So, but anyway, be cool. Uh, thank you for tuning in. On and until tomorrow. Good night, freestyle. Before I lay me down to sleep, I pray to hear a freestyle beat. For if I die before I wake, I hope to make it to the break.